work on Discord, I found that quite interesting. Sounds like I wasn't looking at Discord the right way from the beginning. You're listening to the ramblings of the Freewee, and that stands for French and Kiwi, and that's me. I'm your host, Jean-Philippe Giel. In this podcast, I document my entrepreneurship journey building Symbionic Labs. I talk about the latest tech trends, AI, blockchain, Web3, the metaverse, AR, and VR. Most importantly, I talk about data ownership and privacy. I share my opinions, the good, the bad, sometimes ugly, but I always try to remain practical. If you're ready, let's dive in. Welcome to the ramblings of the freeway. A lot of things have happened since I last recorded the last episodes and I have been sort of toying with, you know, how I'm going to present this and the right formats for podcasts. I took some advice from a few friends who are specialized in this sort of podcast making game on how to be sort of punchy, interesting, how to explain up front what the topics are going to be and what I'm going to be discussing. And hopefully I can make this a bit more interesting for you and not a little bit less rambling, a little bit more interesting talk. But yeah, heaps has, heaps has happened. As you would imagine in a you know, startup business when you start such a journey building a new business. I recorded this, I think the pilot, he was early stages of, um, it's, it's been four or five months already pretty much. And in the, in this four or five months period, I've done a lot of different things. Like, you know, of course, like I explained before, this idea of building symbiotic labs is not a new idea. It's been in my brain for seven years. And this is reboot number three in the uh, context around the technology and blockchain and health and fitness wearables, all of that has kind of moved a lot and not in a way that, which is what they sort of invited me to, to reboot this, not in a way that would compromise what we're trying to do, but in a way that goes in the right direction. So it kind of validated the fact that I felt I was really early in the piece and with the right ideas, because those ideas have confirmed themselves at the more and more sort of uh, interesting. And so since, since the inception of the first pilot. Uh, recording about this and the two, three episodes that came after the, I've put the team together, which basically is, you know, of course, my co-founder in, in, in France, and he's got a firmware guy there that he wants to work with for sort of developing the hardware. But in New Zealand, I had a biomechanics engineer sort of penciled in from 2015 and I kept that conversation going and I reconnected and had a few people that I've. I'd been working with, you know, previously is sort of network ops or full stack dev kind of got them on board as contractors in the, you know, of course I'd want to be able to hire people full time and I'd give jobs, but it, this is a startup business and you've got to think clean and then you've got to think efficient. So I don't want to make promises that I can't keep. So I've taken everyone on board as contractors. It simplifies my admin life as well at this stage, because I don't have an admin resource. So they do their own taxes, they do their own stuff. They invoice me every 20th of the month for a number of hours that they worked on. We find the sort of collaborative tools. We started working with Jira, with a bit of Slack, and then I moved the team to Discord recently. And we have two Discord servers, one for sort of front-end facing, and that's not live yet, but it's kind of being, it's there, it's built. And it will be where we onboard the community and talk about what we're building and answer questions and do maybe video sessions and AMAs and things like that. So that tool's there, but we've onboarded the team work on Discord. I found that quite interesting. Sounds like I wasn't looking at Discord the right way from the beginning. I kind of looked at Discord, you know, I've lived through the times of IRC chat and all these things. And so it looked really old fashioned to me and like, a, you know, sort of multiple chat rooms kind of place. 
and chats. It's kind of all that I understood about it. And it's way more than that. And it took a while for me to kind of unveil and understand what else I could do with Discord. Uh, a guy I connected to uh, who's running a Web3 sort of shop. Um, a very interesting guy. I won't give names here, but he, he kind of showed me their, their Discord and how they were working. And I saw all these virtual offices and sort of walkie-talkie rooms, chat rooms, audio and conference. And I thought, wow, this is cool. And he said to me, you know, this is like a virtual building. And then you got, everybody's got a door and we just walk into, you know, each other's doors and like you would knock on a physical door and you talk to that person and they're working there inside. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool. This is really cool. This is exactly what I've been looking for. Because, you know, when we work with teams that are remote, you know, we of course have collaboration tools, but it's all like you log on and then you have to agree to log on at one time in one place to be able to see each other and talk, but so impromptu, it doesn't exist because you feel like you might be disturbing people. But if you are live in a Discord channel and then one can see that you're live in your channel, it's like your virtual office. Well, we know you're there and then we can knock on the door and say, Hey, by the way, I wanted to ask you something. And if you're not there, then you're not there. You're not working and you don't want to be disturbed. It's that's what suddenly makes it really interesting with Discord and compared to other tools is this sort of hub virtualization of a physical space. And it's funny how technology sometimes it's just a matter of perspective. And a lot of those tools just do what they all do the same thing. You know, they all kind of do the same thing. There's a slight different angle, a slight different take on how they do it. And if it connects to where your brain is at and how you want to use things, then that's what makes it suddenly valuable. And that's good learning for us as well in what we're building, you know? So, so yeah, in the short span of uh, five months, the short being, if I've, you know, we came back from Europe after the metaverse summit and we sort of, sort of changed gear and sort of built the plan, hired the team, worked on all these things to bring everyone on board, collaboration tools. And then I had our first meeting and sort of said, we are kickstart. This is what we're building. This is what we want to do. And let's put some steps together. And I've asked the team to kind of, you know, each in their side, sort of define what their job is and how they would see the different steps sped out and, you know, just make their own plan and deadlines and milestones and everything like that. So that's been, that's been really good. And so we've, we've already started working, building the app. We've got, you know, 3D environment created the different UI elements. We've mapped out the whole wireframe of the UI and working on the platform now and a bunch of other things to make sure that we've got it all sort of done. And our goal is to deliver an MVP for the application and say about end of March, April sort of target. And why this target? Because we've got a runway about a month, about a, a year, sorry, with the funds that, that we've got. And uh, I'm applying for government funding and sort of R&D support and things like that. The reality is that that money just is a lot and not a lot as well. So I'll just fly out and getting stuff done sometimes, sometimes, and I'm nimble, I'm trying to sort of scratch corners wherever I can, but you know, it needs to be done. So we are spending. And so I'm looking at the, at the burn rate, sorry. And uh, yeah, I'm getting the same pain as other startups in, in my position, I suppose, wondering, you know, how long I'm going to survive this. And, and the goal is to survive as long as we can and hopefully pull it all the way out to the first customer or some sort of customer that we help us build. So even if it's a little bit discounted, a customer that, that is a development sort of a client and it can give us some feedback, it helps 
improve upon the UI experience, etc. So yeah, and then my brain's working on, you know, on one side, it's projecting the future and then looking at product development and platform and how I want, or I would like everything to be structured, sort of blue style and from that blue style picture, sort of trim down what the MVP of that will be and what we can sort of go with now and what will have to come later in terms of extra features or things that are a bit more costly to build or not so necessary at the beginning. And, and then I'm looking at my role on the marketing and sales side, you know, at the same time, because I'm really just a marketing guy, even though I love product development and I'm really <laughs> having fun with, with UI and 3D design and things like that. I, I have to think about how to sell this thing, especially if we've got a fundraise. And so I'm looking at a calendar of events and the goal of the first half of the year is to get on the map get on the map. It's, you know, physically talk to people. Network with them, connect them, LinkedIn, Twitter, Telegram, whatever channel really, and then get them to know what we're building, have some early conversation and get on the map of potential VCs. People could be partners to build and also network with, you know, sort of blockchain developers. I feel while the team we have is extremely interested and eager to learn the web three side. They're essentially web two guys. And so they need to, you know, how to work with smart contracts and things like that. So I'm kind of the one in there that has done the most sort of research in how blockchain stuff works. And I have got a fairly good idea of the stack we want to use. And we're looking at, you know, Ethereum polygon and, or, you know, building on top of lens protocol and things like that. And we're looking at other stacks, you know. You know, projects like Nillions or I'm looking at Ocean Protocol or a bunch of different things, really. And so very interesting projects out there. And then we're looking at how things connect with each other. And then we don't need to rebuild or rethink or maybe we just fork some stuff. Maybe we just branch off or we work with them. It's so interesting how to partner and ride their way. A little bit that can help with publicity and the credibility of the project. So I'm looking at that as well. So it's been the last five months, really, sort of looking at all this and setting it up. We're offline. So I'm now planning my first conference at East Denver at 24th February, March. This is going to date this episode. We are somewhere in January now. And so it's about a month away. And they're just getting ready and trying to understand the beast that East Denver is, it's quite a, it's quite a big conference. So I just want to make the most of it. And, um, yeah, networking with VCs, partners, Web3, the funding opportunities, DAOs, you know, the likes of Orange DAO, Gitcoin, or all these people who are doing projects, Web3 project funding and, uh, you know, see how and which one we could or should be using and how to connect with developers and. You know, maybe find a match or someone who really likes what we're trying to do and wants to be part of it. So yeah, that's, that's it in a nutshell. So, well, thanks for hanging on and uh, watching this podcast, the ramblings of the freeway, the guy in the car keeps rambling away about technology and building his startup. I hope it's valuable to you. Please leave some comments under and things that you'd like to see or hear about, or if you've got questions, and I would obviously love to answer that and I'll see you in the next episode. If you want to find out more, just go to symbionic.com. That's symbionic with an I and a Q at the end. There you'll find all the socials and the different ways you can follow us. In the meanwhile, I would really appreciate if you could subscribe to this podcast, leave a review. If you find this interesting, don't hesitate to share it with a colleague or a friend. That always helps spread the word.
And that's all for me today. So I'll see you in the next episode.